Blog Talk Radio. Did you know that elders and others are losing their rights to liberty and property? Anyone can petition a court to have a person deemed incapacitated. What if that person is you? The adult guardianship system was created to protect incompetent people and their assets. A court-appointed guardian, sometimes a total stranger, can force you into a nursing home and sell your home to pay for services. Treasured belongings can disappear as you are drugged and isolated from loved ones. Why does this happen? Unfortunately, the courts don't have the funding to supervise and audit cases. A guardian makes all decisions decisions on your behalf, taking control of your assets with little accountability. The potential for abuse is frightening. Luckily, not all guardians exploit those under their care, but when they do, there's really nowhere to go for help. The National Association to Stop Guardian Abuse, NASGA, is working to reform adult guardianship to return it to its once noble purpose of protecting the human rights to life, liberty, and property and ending financial exploitation of assets. Are you or your loved ones protected? To learn more, visit StopGuardianAbuse.org. Good evening, everyone. This is Marty Oakley, the PPJ Gazette Online, and this is the DS Radio Network. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another Friday night. We miss her so much. I have one of Marty's longtime friends on the line, and we have John LaCron. And, John, first, before we get started into our really important topic, I have to ask you how you met Marty. As I listen to all the Marty classics that we've been replaying, you've known her for 13 years or more. Would you real quick tell us how did you meet Marty in the first place? Well, believe it or not, it was originally on a totally different radio program, a mutual friend of ours. Uh, I was doing radio shows with this gentleman and, uh, Long story short, uh, she called in, and uh, we had a back-and-forth conversation dealing with the Constitution. And uh, it was quite interesting. I had to educate her on a few things, and it was, long story short, and she invited me to come join her. And uh, from that point forward, I was occasionally an important guest. And then we finally had a schedule where I was there on a halfway regular basis because we've had so many things happening so quickly. And, you know, whenever I was coming on the show, I was at cases years before it was in front page news. So that became, a, you know, one of my signature things. And, of course, that made uh, Marty and other talk show hosts very interested in keeping me around as a uh, potential guest, if you know what I mean. But, uh, you know, I miss Marty something terrible. He was a sweetheart. I loved her to death. And, you know, um, when I heard that she'd passed, it was, you know, it hurt hard. It really did. So I miss her, too. Trust me on that. Oh, my goodness. She was amazing, and she's the reason why we know each other. I know I had been doing the show with her for four years, and you came on a few times for the show, and then sometimes we would have a little chat on the side and just got to know each other. But we are here together because Marty put us together, and I just think I was listening to something the other day about as we get old, we make bridges, and and it was like, well, if you're old, you're not going to ever go back on the bridge. But the the older person said, no, but I'm building the bridge for the person who's going to be going over it next. And I I feel that when I heard that, I thought, you know what? Marty built the bridge, and now I'm going over the bridge, and I hope someday I'll find someone else to go over the bridge to just carry on what Marty was doing, just basically sounding the alarm bells about, you know, 
it's not what you appear. Everything is not as it seems. But I was so excited about this topic. Uh, real quick, last week we had a caller from Australia call in and talk about guardianship is actually being uh, perpetrated on a global basis because of the World Economic Forum. And we had talked, and you said when I had a really good topic that I would need help with that I could ask you, and that was the topic. I really wasn't aware. I had heard of the World Economic Forum. I did a little research on them, and this is something really new that I feel I need to know about. What is this World Economic Forum trying to plot into the lives of the global population? And with that, I'm going to have you help answer that question for me and everyone who's tuning in. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure, Cause, Ladies and gentlemen, we've got issues, and these issues are very prevalent. They're in the front page news. And the World Economic Forum really didn't come into the forefront of uh, the average American until 2020, after the COVID hoax that I talk about. And um, that's when it first came to my attention. Now, the problem is that the World Economic Forum has been around for several decades, and it has been responsible Mm -hmm. for educating a lot of the world leaders. And uh, long story short, a lot of the names, if I was to sit here and go through them all, you would recognize those names. And these are the quote-unquote future leaders that were handpicked decades ago that are now in positions of power. And with that, you know, power, you've got absolute uh, tyranny coming out front and center in so many cases. Now, the whole theme of everything that Marty had to deal with, because I know that the guardianship issue was incredibly important, and I mean, that's basically where she cut her teeth and and just like you said, mm-hmm. guys, without her, so much more damage would have been done. And, you know, when we can sit down and we say, okay, what is happening in these courts and what is taking place? We can point to the World Economic Forum, and yes, I'm going to talk extensively about that tonight. But it is so much bigger than that. The World Economic Forum is only one of a series. The way I like to put it is this way. We are dealing with a multi-pronged attack, okay? There's no other way to put it. Mental stress, physical stress, financial stress. You know, you look at the average American or anybody else for that matter. And when you've been studying the conspiracy your whole life like I've been doing, you know, I see how it brings about a lot of damage and causes a lot of death. And I'm not just talking here in America. You know, for the suffering that happens to the average American, that's nothing compared to the rest of the world that suffers under much problems. Because, again, the dollar has gotten weaponized. They have used the tools of control from post-World War II era where the dollar was king. It lost its status for a while there when uh, the gold standard was taken off by Nixon. And then it was replaced with what we call the petrodollar. And that was a deal that we made with the Saudis where all oil trades would be made in dollars. So this, of course, made other countries dependent to buy dollars so they could turn around and buy oil from the Saudi Arabia and the other OPEC. Okay. And one of the benefits Mm -hmm. of that for the Saudis 
is the simple fact that uh, they we guaranteed that we would protect them, which of course we did during Desert Shield and Desert Storm. But the other part of that is they were allowed to manipulate and control. Now the Saudis profited handsomely from the bankers, but remember, the bankers' goal is warfare, and the whole planet is the victim. And even the Saudis became victims of the bankers when they had the Saudis invest in these um, foreign countries only to turn around and shaft them with the manipulation of interest rates and governments that were failing and stolen money. And, you know, we can talk conspiracies like that all day long about bankers, but that's not what we're here for tonight. Now, what most people don't know is uh, Klaus there, he's a Rothschild. So if, uh-huh. again, you have it tied directly into who? The bankers, okay? And uh, just a quick aside, when you look at how the Rothschilds became a household name a few hundred years ago, it's simple. Um, you had, uh, if you look at the 1783 Peace Treaty, okay, And you'll see at the end of the Revolutionary War, there's several key points there. And I would argue that uh, contrary to the July 4th celebration, that if you actually read the document, you see that the quote-unquote patriots lost the war. They didn't win it. Whereas you had the king setting the terms of the peace treaty, demanding reparations and agreeing to give us back our cannons and uh, all of that kind of good stuff. And he would not sign the peace treaty until victory over France, which is, of course, who? The French were our allies, of course. And uh, Mm -hmm. if you read, again, the 1783 peace treaty, what does he say about France? Well, he is now not just the king of England. He is now the king of France. Um, Okay. And if we're the quote-unquote allies, aren't we supposed to be on behalf of the French as well as the French were fighting on our behalf? Did we win a few battles? Yes. Did we win the war? Well, I'd just like to remind everybody that that was the best navy and the best army that had ever been produced outside of what I would call the Roman Empire. But anyway, with that aside, you fast forward a little bit to a little French general and a little battle that took place called Waterloo. And uh, what happened is the Rothschild walked into the uh, stock market. He looked all disheveled, looked miserable, you know, and started selling everything he had. And uh, the bonds, the stocks, all of his stuff started crashing to the floor because everybody else noticed his little act and assumed that he had just heard that the Battle of Waterloo had been lost. Now, that is not what actually happened if you actually know your history books. But what actually happened was a scheme that he came up with that worked just beautifully. And uh, everybody else started selling their stuff, and boom, 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 boom. You know, all markets are manipulated, especially in 2023, ladies and gentlemen. So I would put this out there for you as well. If you're going to count on your quote-unquote retirement, some stocks and bonds you have invested in, or worse, you've invested in some kind of a uh, retirement account, uh, do not count on that money to be there. And heaven forbid I don't have a super lot of cash, quote-unquote, money sitting in the bank because they have now the ability to do what's called a bail-in 
and a bail-in is where they take your money and give you stock certificates, and you became an unsecured creditor of the bank. And there was a modification back in the early 2000s where they say once you make a quote-unquote deposit, that's actually the banker's money. And it is true. It's the banker's money because what does it say? Federal Reserve note. Okay. What is a Federal Reserve mm-hmm. note? First of all, it is a private banking script. It's not United States. It's private banking script, and it's a negotiable debt instrument. Anyway, getting back on subject matter. So before the end of the day, Rothschild started bringing his agents back together and say, okay, guys, time to buy it all back. And he bought it all back for pennies on the dollar. And about that time, somebody walks in and says, hey, the English won the Battle of Waterloo. And, of course, the bond shot through the roof and the stock shot through the roof. And all of a sudden, Rothschild, England, which meant what? It meant that the king who had claimed to be the Vatican's banker, was now no longer the Vatican's banker, but Rothschild was. And again, people need to be aware of a little detail. You know, we always look at the, uh, you know, Vatican as being Roman Catholic, and it's all about the Catholic religion, and, you know, Catholic means universal and all that crap. But the truth Mm -hmm. of the matter is, it's got the side hustle, That is a bank, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, sometime last year, I will also like to emphasize this. Pay attention, people. Sometime last year, early in the year, the Vatican pulled all of its assets out of everybody around the world and brought it all back to the Vatican Bank. Oh. Now... We've got what's going on now is uh, called a global economic reset, and we'll talk about that as well. But I keep wanting to get yeah. back here to the, you know, the World Economic Forum. So yeah. now that we've learned that the World Economic Forum has been responsible for training a bunch of uh, quote-unquote world leaders, and I use the word leader in quotation marks because they don't qualify. Long and I've gone short, on their website. Well, and real quick, just for any listeners, you they have a website, and what you're saying is true because the list of the they're the stakeholders or the people that are running it, it's all there. And uh, there, I didn't, I think I saw Bill Gates on there, but I didn't see a lot of Americans. I saw more, way more Europeans were on that on that um um their what is it their board and everything. But yeah, they're. They're all about uh, global depopulation. It's right there on their website. So, yeah, fact check this if you want. But what you're saying is true. Go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, you're fine, Cause, and I want your feedback also because, you know, I can get run on. And if I ever do a break (laughs) for a few seconds, that's your opportunity to chime in if you know what I mean. Okay. Um, But the World Economic Forum, I would like to remind everybody listening to this show care who they are i don't care how much they control of the economy of the military industrial complex i don't care about any of that obviously you need to be slightly concerned but the grand scheme of things and i need all of you to realize this they have to have your consent to all of it now for the first time In my lifetime, in the last five years, I've watched them literally take all the gloves off. They are not hiding anything. 
Now, in years past, you know, they would hide it in movies or propaganda or in books, and they would tell you what's going on. And it's like I used to say all the time on Marty's show. You know, I'm not psychic. I don't read tea leaves. I don't have a crystal ball. You know, I'm not sitting there doing all kinds of crazy stuff. All I'm doing is watching what these people say, watching what they write, and telling myself, telling us what they're going to do. Now they're moving forward, Mm -hmm. and I expect them to do it, and voila, they do it. And I don't get shocked by it. You know, if you go back talking about the archives, in May of 2020 on Marty's show, still up there in that time frame, I told people the future. I want everybody listening in May of 2020, whatever they're coming to offer you, do not take it. It's designed to kill you. It was designed to change your DNA. I warned people in May of 2020. I also mm-hmm. warned them, get ready for the hunger game. It's coming. Now, all of those things, the high inflation, the suffering, people having died suddenly experiences. Cause I met a gentleman today. He was up here for a niece. Okay, The niece was a nurse, age 25. They're burying her. At 25. On top of that little detail, they couldn't get the blood out during the, you know, taking the blood out to process the body for the funeral. When they opened up her heart, all four were clogged. Ladies and gentlemen, I called that thing as a clot shot long ago. They're doing a mass depopulation agenda. And now you've got the World Economic Forum out there telling you the future, okay? They're telling you the future of places that we don't think about. Because as Americans, they like us dumb and, you know, entertained and uh, distracted. That's part of the trauma-based mind control method that they use. Our future, they want to control the... Acts, you know, they control both sides of the aisle. I want to make that crystal clear. They control the players, and they have a saying. If the people need a hero, we're going to give them one. It's called controlled opposition. But in the grand scheme Mm -hmm. of things, there's still, you know, it's two steps forward, one step back. Sometimes they overstep, so they come back a step and a half. But it's always, always forward motion. And with that forward motion, you get this world global agenda. Now, I talked about in 2008 how that was the greatest pillaging that we had experienced up until that point. And believe me, America has been pillaged multiple times. 2008 took the, was insane. And I knew about the 2008 recession in 2006, again, incredibly important. So that's nothing. For the first time in history, the entire world is to a reset. 
Because if you go back and let's just say we're talking about the World War II time frame where, you know, the U.S. dollar was made the world reserve currency, okay? Yes, that was important. But even that is dwarfed by what they're doing now. Because the central bank digital currency that they're trying to shove down everybody's throat, the Chinese already have this system. They have a central bank digital currency. They have a system where if you're on the naughty list, you get punished for it. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. Technology can control lives. And currency has always controlled lives. The central bank digital currency is a complete changeover because now you can weaponize the dollar the same way the dollar was weaponized against the Russians after the invasion. Okay? Now, I'm not going to get into the politics. We don't have two hours to talk about that. You can listen to my talk with Marty about that invasion and that it was Americans the Americans that were responsible for that little detail. And no, I'm not no Putin apologist. He's a scumbag, coincidentally, out of the World Economic Forum. But hey, you know, it's it's all just conspiracy theory, right, folks, until you put the facts to it. But the problem we have is we're distracted. Go ahead, Gus. I well, I want to say, if you go right on their website, just Google World Economic Forum, they have articles that are right on their website called The Great Reset. I'm guessing they just figure people don't care and they're not going to even go to their website and check this all out. But it's it's right there. I read it. So, yeah, go ahead. This is awesome. And like I've talked about, They have to get you into a contract. They have to. And here's the contract offer. Offer and acceptance. And when they sit there and Bill Gates tells you, well, if we can get a reduction in population of 10 to 15% through vaccinations, and I use the word vaccinations in quotation marks, Bill Gates said that. Now, Marty and I talked Mm -hmm. several years ago about the fact that all these homeopaths that were doing incredible work and all these vaccine-injured young people and people in general, and this is before Mm -hmm. the COVID hoax thing. This is before all that. And we were busy talking about the hundreds of doctors that were all of a sudden dying under incredibly mysterious circumstances. Okay, And again, this was important. Because with those deaths, those were the people front and center who would have been able to help resolve some of these issues when the COVID hoax was rolled out. Keep in mind, they did not roll out the COVID hoax until a couple different things happened. One, the creator of the test was dead. Okay. Two, I'm having a brain cramp right now with a female's name. But there was a lady that used to work for one of the big, important pharmaceutical companies. And she became an incredible thorn in their side when she realized how corrupt they were and all the garbage that they were doing, and it was a murder plot. And they threatened her, and they murdered her. And you can say what you will, but this is when died suddenly in your 40s. Again, I think she was late 30s, early 40s. 
but she never took the shot. They did something else to her. And they told her they were going to kill her. Mm-hmm. Okay? They didn't outright say mm-hmm. it, but they left little clues to let her know that she was on their hit list. Okay. Yeah. And I remember actually looking and saying, you know what? <laughs> Part of me really wanted to take a trip out to where she was, which is the other side of the country, and pull security for her. Listen, Aww. folks need to realize something. Those of us who are true hardcore whistleblowers, the ones that are exposing the entirety of the corruption and the problem, Marty, my goodness, that woman, she was targeted if there ever was one. You know, I listened yeah. to one of the, I can't remember if it was a private conversation because Marty and I had a lot of them, or a show I did, you know, they both things kind of yeah. melt together. But Marty spent a full day after the COVID hoax was rolled out because she has uh, had a uh, breathing issue, but that was normal because of the pollen in the air, and she'd had it for years. It had nothing to do with the hoax. And mm-hmm. she couldn't go get her prescription renewal. So she had to go to the quote-unquote emergency room. She stayed there all day. They never saw her. They want her dead. She ended up saying, finally forget it and left. And, you know, for all the problems that we have as a society, Ignorance is most certainly the biggest one. Now, back to the World Economic Forum. The problem with talking about the World Economic Forum is you're going to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, all kinds of different angles. Because like I said, this is a multi-pronged attack. And the one point I need to make to everybody listening right in a war, you did not declare the war. The war was declared on you. But make absolutely no mistake, there are people out there going out of their way to murder you right now, whether you're a newborn or whether you're in the middle age, a teenager, a young adult, older adult, or about retirement age, or you've been retired and in a home. Again, what are they doing? This is about the bonds. This is about taking over control of mass quantities of assets and reducing the population at the same time. So you're going to continue to see a bunch of, quote-unquote, died suddenly deaths, okay? All these young, Mm -hmm. healthy people, and I like to remind everybody, folks, young, healthy people don't have heart attack. As a general rule, it's an incredibly rare thing, okay? But, you sit here and you look at all these, uh, you know, football players, baseball players, soccer, whatever. Pick your sports. I don't care if there's some actual effort that goes into playing the sport. These people, men and women, are under a doctor's care before they can even start to practice, much less play a game. And they get watched consistently for any problems. And all of a sudden, you have all of these people dying. They never should have been on the yeah. field to begin with. And what happened? Again, um, you have that, uh, since you brought up Australia, I think he was an Australian. He refused to get the shot. And he was in the uh, um, racquetball, whatever it was. I'm having a brain yes, cramp right now. I remember this story. And Ten- long story tennis? short, yeah. yeah, tennis, that's it. And the thing is, did he suffer for a year or two? Yeah, they wouldn't let him play. Well, he played now. Guess what? He won consistently 
Everybody else who took the shot can't keep up with him. Shocker, I know. Well, that's because his body isn't poisoned. Everybody else is it. And folks, I'm telling you right now, if you've got any of those shots, you need to get a D-dimer test. You need to get a D-dimer test. Now, now what's the D-dimer test? Take a look at the clot. It takes a look at the clots that are in your blood, and there's where the problem lies. Go ahead, Doc. So, well, what, as we're talking about, like, health, this is a little off topic, but I think you might have the answer for me. It's something that I've noticed. If you go back into, let's say, the mid-1800s, it used to be that an elderly person was known for their wisdom, and they were very revered. And you just go back in history, and it was this an elderly person with wisdom. It wasn't that they were dementia and all these things. They were known for vast wisdom and everyone flocked to them. But I did a little research and, you know, I'm in the food industry and I've read some reports about like aluminum poisoning and that we've actually poisoned ourselves. There is a lot of aluminum in the vaccines and in our food supply. And that is what's causing like now we just take for granted that as people get older they're going to have dementia and they're going to have all these cognitive impairments but if you go back and you study history if you even go back and like if you know look at different religions and the older the person they were filled with wisdom do you and see we're we all are in a different generation so we don't have the memories of what people, what it was like, you know, 150 years ago. But I don't think that all the elderly people were cognitively declined the way they are today. Do you have any comment on that? Oh, you hit the ball out of the park, sweetie. My comment (laughs) is this, okay? I've been following this conspiracy since I was six. I'm a voracious reader of history. I'm a voracious reader of economics. I'm a voracious reader of the legal system fraud that we've got going on. This is, again, a unique time in history. But you and I right now are standing on the backs of giants. And one of those giants is, of course, Marty. Don't hear about that. Marty, near as I can tell, was the first to bring up the subject matter of elderly abuse, okay? I didn't remember anybody else that ever talked about There may be some branch off since her, but near as I can tell, she was the first. And believe me, it was needed then, it's needed now. But you're correct on the aluminum issue. And ladies and gentlemen, you can detox from that aluminum. But the problem is, as a society, we have got to the point now where it's just easier to just the fast food and the prepackaged garbage and this, that, or the other. And I'd like to remind everybody that those shots that you didn't take is now being put into the food supply. Wake up, please. Okay? And I'm preaching to the choir here because I'm as guilty as everybody else. But the problem is this mass murder agenda is coming from so many angles that people can't keep up with it anymore. I mean, I was doing shows with Marty every week practically for a while there, and it was a new subject every week, new angle, new point to 
thing out. And, oh, let me point something else out, and then we'll get back to this World Economic Forum thing. Okay. We will determine our future. And every time we wake somebody up, and I wake somebody up every day, I promise you that, they lose one of their victims, okay? Yeah. And every time we're able to explain things to people so now they get it, that's saving their lives. See, I'm far more than a whistleblower. I'm trying to do a couple different things. I'm trying to save our listeners' lives. That's first and foremost on my agenda. And the other part is I'm trying to prevent the war that these people are working overtime to try to start. Now, as a former soldier, soul dyer, I know what war looks like. I don't want to see it on the streets of America. And it irritates me a little bit when I see all these people saying, well, go ahead. Let's just start shooting at one another. No, ladies and gentlemen, that's what the criminal cabal wants so that they can then drop that final boot on your neck. And if we fall for that divide and conquer strategy trap to the point that we start doing a two-way rifle range, at that point, it really becomes a problem. But until the day that I am dead, I will be out there exposing this to anybody and everybody who will listen. And yes, we have censorship. The censorship is off the chart. I spent, I have no idea how much of 2020 and 2021 in Facebook did. Okay? And I I skirted the lines with YouTube. And YouTube banned my channel when I just, once too often. And I knew the risks. Please. Honestly, I was a little surprised they let me have my 192 shows before they killed it. Or 95, whatever I'd done. <laughs> but that's beside the point. 50 of them survived on Odyssey, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. So if you want to listen to some of them that survived on Odyssey, they're there. Now, Odyssey may be failing. Nice. I don't know because there's some stuff going on behind the scenes there. But anyway, that's a story for a different day. I talk to people face-to-face. There is no censorship when I'm looking at somebody directly in their eyes and saying, oh, let me explain a few things to you. Now, I kind of do it in a roundabout way. I don't just, somebody walks into my store and sits there and starts a conversation with me. I don't just drop a, you know, two-ton brick on their head. Right. Yeah, feel them out. I sit there and I start having, yeah, I have a few select questions. Sometimes I use this as an opportunity. I, I offer free stuff. Hey, you're about to spend 5 or $10 on this item. I'll tell you what. If you can answer one question for me today, I will give this item to you. Why do I do that? Do I sometimes lose? Yeah. I love it when I lose. I love it when I lose. But yeah. when I don't lose, it gives me an opportunity to teach. Now, let me tell you all one of the questions, and then we'll go back to the World Economic Forum. All right. The question is this, and I tell them this. I says, listen, I'm going to ask you a question, and before you answer it, do not say a word and let me tell you what the answers are not, which, of course, repeats them again. And I say, when voting for the president of the United States, you are voting for the president of a what? And I says, now, don't say anything. Let me tell you the Answers, it is not. You are not voting for the president of a country. 
You are not voting for the president of a republic. You are not voting for the president of a democracy. What are you voting for? And, of course, this confuses everybody because they're clueless about what the United States actually is. Now, the few that do answer, like I said, I love giving away stuff. I love it. But for people that don't know, 28 United States Code 3002, Section 15A, the United States is a federal corporation. The word federal means by agreement or by contract. Corporation is a dead entity, and it is a trust. And every corporation masquerading as government is de facto not de jure is a corporation, ladies and gentlemen, including Australia, whatever state of, county of, city of, and, of course, the United States. There are three city-states in the world, three city-states in the world. They are the Vatican. All roads lead to Rome, ladies and gentlemen, the city of London. Now, that's not all of London. That's the city of London, corporation. One square mile. The rest of London wants to join it. They say, oh, don't think so. Even the king and queen must ask permission to enter the city of London, ladies and gentlemen. Fact. The third and final city-state, the city of London, that's your financial center, a.k.a. Rothschild, working through the Vatican, and that is your legal center. This is why we have bar attorneys. Bar attorneys, that's a foreign title. That's why Lincoln was not allowed to be president, but that's a story for another day. He was a bar attorney. The final city-state, Washington, the District of Criminals. That is your military center. Ladies and gentlemen, That's who rules the world. There's a reason that there are three red stars on the flag of Washington, D.C. And the reason that the Washington is laid out in the manner that it is laid out. Take a look at that map, ladies and gentlemen. There's several very unique features on it that show you things. Not to mention if you walk in there and look around at all that weird architecture, you're saying to yourself, "Uh, okay. Anyway, back to the World Economic Forum. They need us to put up with it and to accept it and not fight back. Now, people like me have been pushing back against them this whole time. I've spent decades of my life pushing back against it. For the first time in history, circa around 1997, 98, somewhere in that time frame, where the Internet became a real thing for most of the planet, and the ability to communicate in real time with people. That's a two-edged yeah. sword, ladies and gentlemen. That's a two-edged sword. It's a very powerful tool for indoctrinating the masses into BS. You sit there and you look at all the, the propaganda coming through you from the television set. Well, now it's all, a lot of it got moved on to the Internet. Propaganda 101, garbage in, garbage in, garbage in, and pretty soon you start preaching the garbage in choir garbage. Now, past the brainwashing and can see the facts using reason, logic, and critical thinking skills, 
that changes the game entirely because now you counter their fraudulent narratives, which are fairly easy to prove fraudulent with just a small amount of research with a powerful tool known as the Internet and a computer, Yeah. and then help put them in checkmate. So there, you've seen an increase in the propaganda, and you've seen an increase in the death rate, and you've seen an increase in the wars. We know this. But you've also seen more and more and more people starting to wake up. And ladies and gentlemen, with 15% of the population wide awake and saying no more, that's the beginning of transitioning this back to a system where there's morals, ethics, and we're not trying to murder one another for profit. Okay? The World Economic Forum is just a lightning rod to distract the world from all the other players inside. They're the front men, okay? They're just the front men. What did they tell you? You will own nothing, and you will be happy! (laughs) And they're working towards that. But while you're busy paying attention to what's going on over there, nobody's paying attention to BlackRock, hint, hint. Nobody's paying attention to J.P. Morgan Chase. Nobody's paying attention to what's going on in behind the scenes. We are so distracted by the politics of today. Again, do you really truly need a corporate master to tell you what to do? Do you really? You know, I remember when I was a teenager, I heard this. You get the government that you deserve. Okay? Yes. And I heard that as a teenager. That's 30 years ago. Guess what, America? You got the government you deserve. I voted for the lesser of two evil. And so you expected something good to come from that? Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Trump's going to save us. Hallelujah. Have you noticed who he had on his staff? Huh? Mm-hmm. The same people that came out of the staff of the other side. Well, he was yeah. better than Hillary, a.k.a. Hillary. Was he? I don't recall Hillary saying, yeah, it's okay. Let's uh, do this, you know, injection and uh, put it out there immediately. Well, he didn't know. Bull. You will never convince me that man didn't know. Here's the thing, again, about somebody that's well-researched like me who spends a lot of time doing things other than watching brain-dead television. And don't get me wrong. I know you need some entertainment on the side. Because if you sit here and concentrate on this garbage all day long, it'll drive you up a wall. It will. Absolutely. Yeah. I've been following Trump since 1987, ladies and gentlemen. The man told you his story. Now, did most people bother to read his books? No, I have. Okay. He was running against Hillary. Okay. Um, I'd like to remind you, he was a Democrat for all of you Republicans out there. He was financing who? Bill and Hillary. And who were Bill and Hillary's tools? Oh, that would be the Bush crime syndicate. George Bush Sr. and Jr., but again, we don't want to talk about the, those little details or the fact that Nazi headquarters 
was not in Berlin, Germany. No, ladies and gentlemen. Nazi headquarters was where? City, New York, you say? Yes. Oh, I didn't know but that. But we don't want to talk about that either. Because we want to believe the bullshit narratives, and I'm sorry for swearing, but sometimes that just has to come out. I am tired of the lies. I'm tired of the corruption. And for crying out loud, I'm tired of the mass murder. And as long as we're willing to put up with the World Economic Forum as a distraction, we deserve what we get. But make no mistake, even with all the politicians that this institution has put out there, let's just say today every single scumbag politician wasn't around anymore. They were no longer in a position of power where they could control anything. You'd have another group of scumbags taking their place. Yeah. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, the word government comes from two Latin words. Gouverneur, mente. Gouverneur, where you get the word govern and governor, that means to control. And mente means mind. So when you use the word government, you're literally telling you mind control. They're not hiding anything. Children in the road. Uh-huh. Tell me about the children. The good brainwashed slaves. They're not taught to think critically. God forbid they do things like that. No, they're taught not to think critically. They're taught, here's the answer. We want you to repeat it back to us. They don't tell you how to do critical thinking, logic, and reason and question everything. It's the science. You must trust the science. Um, science is all about not trusting the science. Hello? The scientific method, ladies and gentlemen. It means, okay, they got this result supposedly, so let's see if we can repeat the results or not. I have a scientist story to, to put in there that you're going to love. So my sister. Please do. Go, the opening's there for you. Go for it, Cos. Okay. Okay, you're going to find this. this. This was not in any news anywhere, but I've never forgotten it. So my sister is a scientist for the government, and she's down there in Newport News on working on the shipyard. She used to work for NASA, so she's smart. And um, then Biden said basically all the scientists were going to be fired unless they took the vaccine because they, they're considered government contractors. So what happened is the scientists didn't go along with the program. And there's a scientist there that is the top um, nuclear, it's like a nuclear physicist. They have, you know, they build all those submarines over there. And the United States has, you know, the most powerful submarines. So the top nuclear physicist down there said, yeah, I guess I'm going to have to go find another job. And suddenly there was a special exemption for the scientists that worked on all the um, Navy, the Navy warships and everything. I just thought you would find that interesting. Did you know that that had happened? Well, <laughs> the problem is that they're killing off a lot of the brain trucks, but they can't murder off all of the brain trucks. Because after all, who's going to be left if everybody that has competency in some of these things is in, no longer breathing? You know, one of the things that I know mm-hmm. is you're looking at a society that has been dumbed down to such a high degree. 
Now, yeah. what are the Chinese what are the Chinese graduating? Are they graduating a million attorneys every year? Oh God, no. No, scientists, isn't They're, it? Computers. That is correct. It doesn't matter what it is. It's all science related, whether it's computer related, whether it's technology, whether it's uh, just chemistry, biology. I don't care what it is, but they're not going out of their way to graduate attorneys, which is America's big one. Mm -hmm. This is ridiculous. And trust me, ladies and gentlemen, for a guy that studied law for several years, I don't even want to go there. And no, I didn't become an attorney. And here's a little secret, ladies and gentlemen. Attorney is an international shipping clerk. It is not a lawyer. Another little side note. Attorneys almost did not exist other than about 15% of the population of lawyers up until circa 1980. And about 1980 time frame, everybody started requiring, all the states started requiring that their people be attorneys in order to practice law. And remember, they're practicing law. They are not perfecting it. And you know what the definition of a lawyer is? One learned in the law. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I can teach you law in about seven seconds, and I'm about to do it. You don't need six years and all this other garbage that goes along with it. And a union dues card, which is just your bar card. They don't have a license to practice law either, ladies and gentlemen. They have a union dues card, but that's beside the point. Law is simple. Three words. Three words, ladies and gentlemen. That's your law. Just three tiny little words. Are you ready, ladies and gentlemen? Are you anticipating? Wow. I'm on my seat. Do. I'm on the no harm. Eight little letters do no harm. Ladies and gentlemen, that is all law. Now, we already covered contracting a little bit today, so let me expound on that for one minute, and then we'll get back to the World Economic Forum again. Contract has four elements. They are as follows. Full disclosure, nobody's hiding anything. A meeting of the minds, it means all parties involved in the contract are in full agreement. Nobody has any disagreement at all with it. Mutual consideration, everybody gets something out of the deal. It's not a one-sided contract. And finally, the autographs of, men and women have autographs, ladies and gentlemen, or the signatures of, Corporate presidents have signatures. Sign here, please. Your person Mm -hmm. is a corporation, ladies and gentlemen. And when you quote-unquote sign, you're acting as your corporate person, and the word person means corporation. Now, that is a valid contract. What is an invalid contract but it's shoved down our throats on a daily basis in this legal fraud system. I call it maritime admiralty, constructive contract, and racketeering fraud, kangaroo court, star chambers, is this. Offer 
and acceptance. What did I say earlier about the World Economic Forum? To tell you what they're going to do. And when you don't stand up to Mm -hmm. them, now they have your consent to proceed. Offer. We're going to kill you. We're going to poison your food supply. You will own nothing, but you'll be happy. Is that why it's just right there on the website? And another thing that one time I remember looking up is the United Nations, and I Googled Agenda 2030, and I that is the first time I ever read the term useless eater. That that I mean, I'm like, wow, this is like it's right there. You just have to Google it. Exactly. But okay. look at some of the quote-unquote useless eaters that they're busy dying off right now, that they've already killed millions of them. Nurses, people actually learned in certain technologies. Do you think these people are going to be easy to replace? I don't. No. See, I come from a family that has lots and lots of history and being a little smarter than the average schmuck out there. Thank God I got both of my parents' brains. That helps a lot. But more importantly, I had the drive to learn. And until the American people are willing to sit there and take their eyes off of the football game, which, of course, the halftime show is all satanic bullshit, but that's, again, another story for another day. Why are they doing that? Because it's a part of the narrative to get you to go along. If you've got all these eyeballs, Looking at a game, especially at the halftime show, then that's how you get the propaganda. They told you about COVID years before that. Now, going back, who was it that told us who would be president in 2020? Um, it was a cartoon, wasn't it? it was, there was a oh, in 2020, oh, no. Obama said. Obama, Obama did. said That's it correct. to Joe Biden. He said someday, what was it? He said someday this will be yours or something like that. And it wasn't a cartoon cause. You can go right now, go right now to YouTube and the inauguration of Trump. And at the beginning, just before you see the wife and just before Trump gives his speech. You can watch Obama and Biden walking. Now, they're not talking to each other until they're almost in front of the cameras. And once they're in front of the cameras, is the conversation. Okay? And I told people who was going to be president, and not because he won a common vote. Biden, please. That was a stolen election <laughs> if I ever was one, but I didn't care. I was the only one out there in the quote-unquote conservative environment that says, yeah, it's going to be Biden. What? Nobody likes Biden. Yes, I know that. Nobody goes to his function. Yes, I know that. But the gematria was all over him. And again, folks, if you don't know about gematria, you better do a little research on it. How do you spell that word? Gematria was all over him. I've never heard. G-E-M-A-T-R-I-A. Okay. Golf, Echo, Tango, Romeo, India, Alpha. 
Okay. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. I used to be a grunt. But anyway, Gematria. And I would encourage people to look up Gematria Effect News. You want to talk about a guy who's lost channels. I think he's up to like 24 or 25 channels that YouTube has deleted off of him. No joke. Why? Because consistently he's nailing it out of the park. And if you don't know how to (laughs) read, well, you can invite him. I don't know if he will or not, but I'll send you a link over to him and you can try. Okay. But the whole thing is, again, if you're not aware of how they communicate with one another. Now, the day of 9-11, not the week after, the month after, the day that 9-11 was happening, I was telling people, ladies and gentlemen, this is how it's happening. This is who's doing it, who's responsible. And, of course, everybody at that point thought I was crazy. And that's fine. But as time went on and the facts came out, again, John hit the nail out of the ball out of the park. And But how? Because the lies are there to promote the World Economic Forum's global tyranny agenda. But that's not the World Economic Forum's tyranny agenda. That's an agenda that, ladies and gentlemen, has been going back for thousands of years. And I'm not even talking the religious side of it. Okay? I'm just telling you that for the first time in history, all the ducks are in a row to bring down the boot on everybody's neck at the same time. Your world is built on a lie. And this is a point that I want to make everybody aware of and think about really hard. The World Economic Forum is selling you slavery and an early death. And they're not even hiding it. It's in your face. Selling that. That's what their sales pitch is. Come on board. Die early. Be a slave. Come join the party. Uh, what is John selling? Other than common sense, of course, and little knowledge that they try to hide in some cases. Freedom. Love for a fellow man. Long life, peace, justice. Now, who do you think of the two groups of people I just discussed has the easier sales pitch? Hmm? Let's get um, real about it. You, Go ahead. Well, you, you know, when we're talking about this, this is really what, what I feel is that when guardianship happened to my family, I always said if, it hadn't, if I hadn't gone through it, I might be a sheeple out there, is that... I cannot believe what people will do to their fellow mankind for money. They kill. They torture. They, I mean, they're just, the destruction that I witnessed, what goes on in the name of helping somebody, is, it, it's mind-blowing. So somehow I believe that what you're selling is going to be the harder sell because what I'm seeing is the other side seems to be getting the message across because people are partaking in, you know, this is their career to destroy and make money, and they're going along with it. I, 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 I don't know. I, 
I can't, I can't fathom what's going on because this is what I see and what I've experienced. Okay, cuz I'm going to run with what you just said, and I get where you're coming from. Okay, I comprehend why you think that way, and I'm going to tell you in yeah. a very real way why you need to reappraise that. And I'm not saying that they don't currently have the upper hand because they do, but it's just my like therapy, the abortion my, my issue, right? therapy session. Yeah. Let's pretend we're talking about abortion, okay? Okay. Just for the sake of argument. Let's take the morals and ethics out of it. Let's take all of that out. What happened with abortion? Republican and Democrat. Usually the Republicans were pro-life, Democrats were pro-choice. And by the way, I don't consider murders a pro-choice. I think choice should be keep the baby, give it up for adoption. But that's beside the point, and I'm an anarchist, so I can't mandate to other people what they need to do. But I'd just like to remind anybody considering that little detail that it's not your body that's being killed. It's the little baby inside of you, and it is a murder when you're busy doing things. And by the way, Roe v. Wade was pro-life legislation, not pro-choice. So the wrong people are celebrating its destruction, but that's, again, a story for another day. What happened 30 years later? All of a sudden, more Democrats, who were the ones doing most of the abortions, started losing their political power. Now, how did they compensate for losing that political power? Because they were busy murdering their children. By the way, the word child and children means water the state, just for your information. But murdering their young people, they started importing ignorant masses from overseas. Legal or illegal, I don't care which. They need ignorant masses, useful idiots. And that's how they counteracted all of the mass murder. So now let's bring it back to your point, cause Here's the thing. You say, well, we've got all these morons that are busy doing all this evil thing. In this universe, there's two things that I know. First of all, going back to the start of our conversation, there is no such thing as coincidence. When I meet somebody, never is it an accident. Whether it's Divine a two-minute conversation, exactly. But the yeah. other side of that is this. Those same doctors that prescribed it for their patients, those same nurses that were doing the injections, are the same people that are dying because they took it too. So do not forget that little detail. There is universal karma, whether or not people are willing to accept that truth, and it is a truth. Now, this system is designed to fail. They do their little destruction of the system in order to Build back better, which is, again, right back to the World Economic Forum and, again, right back to Biden. Build back better. Okay. Mm-hmm. In order to build something, you have to build it on a foundation of something. Well, if you're building it on a foundation of sand, it's not going to last very long. See, America was built on a foundation that was much stronger than sand, and it put terror in the thought process of the Europeans and the Vatican. 
Because even though we lost the Revolutionary War, again, we did 1783 Peace Treaty a couple times to figure that little detail out, powerhouse was quickly becoming very, very, very dangerous to the establishment of kings and the Pope. Very much so. Yeah. You know, when the uh, War of Northern Aggression was planned, no. It was planned in 1822, and it was not planned by Americans. It was planned in Europe by the king and by the Vatican. It is called the Secret Treaty of Rona. And ladies and gentlemen, that fact is in the congressional record back when they actually had records that were legitimate. We don't think about the fact that Lincoln, when he was assassinated, there were several people targeted that day, not one. Secretary of State Seward, also shot, survived. President to ever be impeached. Why? Because he wasn't willing to put up with the Reconstruction. He was targeted, but his guy lost his nerve. General Grant was the final one that I'm aware of. He didn't get shot at because he had left town. And what do all four of those men have in common? What? It was Jesuits that were targeted that had targeted them. It was Jesuits. AKA the Vatican's hitmen. Oh. They wanted to so, wipe out the government at the time. And again, if you're not aware of what happened after the war of northern aggression, then you need to pay attention because that eighteen sixty five to eighteen seventy time frame is incredibly important. And ladies and gentlemen, in case you're not aware of the little detail, a United States citizen, a.k.a. a 14th Amendment corporate debt slave, read the 13th and 14th Amendment over and over and over again until it sinks in. But more importantly than that, what did I say earlier? Title of Nobility Act was the original 13th Amendment. The newer Constitution came after the War of Northern Aggression. And the corporation, the United States, went to its bankruptcy. And the reason for the war, as the reason for every war, is about banking and about control of people and resources. What do they call people? Human capital. What do we call land? Human or resources. This is where we're at, ladies and gentlemen. And if you don't think about it, you need to start. Because it's all about control. And they're using a fiat paper currency right now and trying to move into a central bank digital currency, which can be programmed so that if you want to go somewhere outside a certain geographical area, it won't work. You will not be able to have savings. In other words, by skimping and getting by, oh, he's got a few extra central bank digital currencies over there. We just take them at the end of a month or two. 
What's he going to do? They don't want you going out and buying beef because, you know, you happen to believe that uh, you want to actually to eat meat rather than this uh, garbage that uh, Bill Gates is growing in laboratories and uh, <laughs> factories now. Oh, well, you know, if you go over here and buy this fake stuff, central bank is fine, yeah. but God forbid you go down to a local rancher who just got to uh, carve up a cattle. Nope. You can't buy that because, you know, cow farts are bad for the environment. Yeah. Listen, the central bank digital currency is a perfection, a perfection of the slave system. You will be at absolute mercy of these people. And as long as we put up with it, they will continue to be able to control us. But like I'm going back to the point I was making earlier, their system is designed to fail. And these people that are responsible, they're going to be hung out to dry eventually. Okay? Sooner or later, they're already backing off on the censorship. More and more people are openly talking about the fact that uh, died suddenly means shot. And the censorship isn't on that issue the way it was. Why? Because at this stage, they don't care. They figure there's still a few stupid idiots out there that are going to get it. But most of the people who've gotten it, you know, they've already made the choice whether they're going to get another one. And an awful lot of people didn't fall for it. Awful lot of people didn't fall for it. But as a whole, we have an entire planet, and some of those countries didn't fall for it. And uh, there was one African leader that they murdered. Again, because he wouldn't permit the uh, World Economic Forum's uh, agents. And folks, remember something. The CDC, I call it the Crime and Death Corporation. The CDC is a vaccine company, ladies and gentlemen. Make no mistake, it has nothing to do with your health. And you better realize that Bill Gates and his patents mean that if they inject you with whoever's injection, now they own a part of you. They have rights to your body because it's their product Ooh. that changed your DNA. Okay? This is where we're at as a society. And we better pay attention. Go ahead, Cos. So we have about 18 minutes left, and I wanted to ask a few questions. So with the onset of artificial intelligence and robotics, we're starting to see that pretty much humans and our labor is not going to be as necessary as it has been in the past. What is your take on that? Again, if you don't know your history, you don't know this. Technocracy, if you've never heard the term, was from the 1920s. Did you hear what I just said? The 1920s. That means they're a century old now. The technology yeah. wasn't quite there yet, but it's there now. But they've been building on this for a century, just like they've been building on this perfected play system for millennia. Okay? And it's about setting things in motion, push here, pull there, dot your eyes, cross your T over there. Oh, we lost one. Well, that's fine. We just overthrow that government with and put in a new pawn and keep moving forward. So, yeah, AI is a factor, and that's where the technology is at. 
And again, if you're sitting out there thinking to yourself simply that, uh, you know, we're going to be fighting computers in the sense of, uh, you know, and I'm trying to having a brain cramp right now, the movies. But, uh, yeah, they've got the technology now. You've got bugs in the form of weaponized bugs that were released down in Florida by who? Bill Gates. Mosquitoes. Poison. That's one. Then you've got these miniature drones that are so tiny that can do all these things. They can fly around. They can crawl around. They can do all the stuff that they do, including coming behind you and do a nice little injection in the back of your neck. All of a sudden, you just feel, oh, I just got bit by a mosquito or something. You smack it, and uh-huh. 30 seconds later, you're dead. Okay. That's you have computers that can swarm. You um, drop something as simple as a uh, bullet in the back of the head, drop a hand grenade on somebody, or drop a missile on somebody. Again, all of these are the technology we're at now. We better learn to get our abilities to love one another back again. Go ahead, Cos. This, like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, mind-blowing. What about the recent discovery of all these, like, Pentagon papers being released that supposedly we're going to have an alien invasion? Well, (laughs) again, you have conspiracies out there and you've got distractions. And I say, well, Mm -hmm. fine. But when is the first time that we heard about a, quote-unquote, alien invasion? Okay. You remember War of the Worlds? Do you remember the origin of that? It was a radio show where they didn't do commercials, and that was a psychological warfare under operation, folks. Trauma-based mind control, people. I keep bringing us back to that little detail. I don't care if there's little green men on Mars. Hell, I don't care if there's little green men standing outside my door. He comes in friendship, we can shake hands. Comes as an enemy, I shoot him. Either way, I can't change that. But I'm not going to sit here going through my whole life sitting there, oh, what if, what if, and the government is talking about UFOs. government has been talking about UFOs since, you know, the Roswell incident. Don't get me started on that. Is there (laughs) technology out there that's 100 years ahead of us? Oh, believe me, there is. Okay? That's the whole problem. Technology is exactly what it is. But we sit here, the technology that they possess, the powers that should not be, looks like magic. Imagine us showing up, you know, on a continent with nothing more than a BB gun. And they're running around with bows and arrows. This is a true story, by the way. And you've got your bow and arrow over there as a Native American. I got my BB gun and it's high powered, and I can kill a man with that. Looks like magic to people that don't know what it looks like. Let's fast yeah. forward it to modern times. Modern in quotation marks. You look at the war with Israel. When Israel and the uh, Muslims all doing their little thing back in 67. And again, if you don't know about the USS Liberty, you better do some research into that little detail too. 
But uh, again, we don't have time for that. What happened? They used leftover German equipment and blew them apart because who had that more important technology? The Jewish people did. Who has the technology now in that war in the Ukraine? The Russians. And don't get me wrong, a bullet will drop a man real quick. But ladies and gentlemen, that's ancient technology, and bullets are heavy. Better take a look at what happened in Mali. That's advanced warfare there, people. And those people were murdered for land. And I'm not talking a few hundred, which is the numbers coming out of the friggin' uh, mass media. It's in the thousands. And the son of a bitch that's sitting there as a sheriff was the same guy that did the cover-up in Las Vegas. In Las Vegas shooting, there was a lot going on behind there. And I, again, we don't have time for that. And here's the other kicker with that piece of shit. He is also the coroner. And in, in Hawaii, you are not to, supposed to have those two positions. But who's going to challenge him? And more importantly than that, the criminal cabal was challenged in court and lost. But the locals, really? they lost. Only way they could get that land was legislation that passed that said, well, if, you know, all of a sudden there's a natural disaster, and I use the word natural disaster in quotation marks because that was just real estate acquisition using warfare, then we can take over the land. And how best to do that? Kill off the people and their kids. So now there's nobody left. And the few survivors... Well, the insurance company told them what to do. Oh, I'm sorry. We're not going to pay for you to rebuild your home. Facts. And the other little detail is right after they got told no, they were getting phone calls from those same developers that were trying, they told to shut off, shove off. Well, sell us your land. Buy it. And when you've got nothing because everything you had just got torched, because mm-hmm. warfare is declared on you, you sell it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your world. So we have 10 minutes left. And now here's another question that, um, you know, every, it seems like every 10 years there's a new Antichrist that comes up and everyone's like, oh, this is the person who's going to destroy the world. Have you heard anything about it's a book called The Antichrist and a Cup of Tea. And is it possible that somehow the royal family rises up? Because this is the newest one, because every year it's a different one. What kind of power does the, could the royal family actually have? We can discuss conspiracies about the royal family, the pedophilia, and all the garbage that goes on behind the scenes there. But I would like to point out one little detail the royal family crest got taken off from a multitude of kind of important real estate. As far Mm -hmm. as power is concerned, consolidation of power, when we think of the beast, okay, if we're going to do the religion thing and the Bible, okay, it's a beast system. It is a quote-unquote godless system. 
It is a system based on technocracy. It's a system, you know, if you want a savior, they'll give you one. If you want an antichrist, they'll give you one. But in the grand scheme of things, they're still just what they are. You know, I tell people, you can either A, put up with it, or B, stop consenting to the tyranny. You have that choice. No, there's consequences for doing either one of those. Useful idiots are eventually removed, violently, I would add. A.K.A. look at the uh, Germans prior to World War II when they had their useful idiots that were very instrumental in making the Nazis incredibly powerful, only to turn around and have a lot of them murdered. With Adolf Hitler leading the charge, I would like to add. You know, back then the leaders actually carried guns and were at the front of the line, not hiding in the back like our cowards in Washington, D.C., and all the state houses and city councils and county commissions. But again, um, the system that they're building doesn't require a quote-unquote world leader. And if they want a world leader, he will probably be some uh, guy in the background and uh, AI-generated garbage behind it. Okay? So I don't care about who the quote-unquote Antichrist is because you can sit there and say, well, he's Antichrist. He's any, what is an Antichrist? Anybody mm-hmm. that goes against the word of Christ. Now, on that same note, I'd just like to point out that if we're going to talk about Yeshua, a.k.a. Jesus, Jesus was an anarchist. His followers, especially in 2023, are status slaves. Wake up, you Christians. Back to you. Well, this has been such a fascinating conversation. I hope that you'll come back again. Real quick, I'm going to go over who our sponsors are. We are sponsored, can you believe it, a whole other country, the Australian Association to Stop Guardianship and Administrative Abuse, the National Association to Stop Guardianship Abuse, shenanigans in the Montgomery County Facebook page, and lastly, Marcel Weed and the Whistleblower Summit. And, John, did you get a chance to see our presentation that we did in Marty's honor on the Whistleblower panel? Yes, ma'am, I did. And like I said earlier, we miss Marty. We sure, we Boy. sure do. I know they thought we're not from what I have her... heard. Go ahead. We're not going to let her memory go away. Um, from what I heard, they thought that her voice was done because she had she was not around anymore. And so I think that we definitely shook it up when we showed up and we were TS Radio Network and we did everything in Marty's name. And so thank you for coming on and continuing to help us carry the torch of Marty's name and the mission and everything that she was trying to warn everybody about. She really became my best friend for those four years that her and I worked together. We either were texting or talking on the phone daily. And I am so honored and blessed that I got to be like one of her best friends and I learned so much from her, and I was absolutely blindsided by her passing. I did not expect that at all. And the one thing that she wanted was for this radio network to continue. So thank you so much, John, for helping me to continue this network in her name and her honor. I hope that you will come back again soon with us. We have just a few minutes. Do you have any last parting words of wisdom to give people hope that we can change the world that we live in? 
Yes, I do. Let me interject one thing. I was talking to her the last year that she was around to making sure that there was somebody to take over because that was a very big concern to me because I knew the value of all the – forget my shows, and my shows are, of course, important, but all of the shows that she'd done for all of those years, I was terrified at the thought of all that knowledge gone because that's what would have happened on Blog Talk if the bill didn't get paid. But I was told that it was taken over, and cause. Thank you for doing that. Now, to answer your question, ladies and gentlemen, we can win this. It doesn't take violence. It takes knowledge. It takes skills and abilities. Get those things. Learn how to feed yourself without having to go to the grocery store every day. I tell people, buy gold and buy silver. I don't care if you can't afford, you know, a big stack of it. Buy just a tiny little bit. You can buy a silver dime for about $2 and a quarter right now. Even if all you buy is a silver dime. Ladies and gentlemen, a silver dime used to hire the very best mercenary the world has ever produced, and that was a Roman soldier. A silver dime did that. You can buy it for $2, which isn't even a quarter of an hour working for minimum wage. Have a few groceries, have the ability to defend yourself, have some water purification system, And most importantly, stop depending on the corporate masters to take care of you because their design for you is your elimination because you have been made promises that they cannot keep. If you're depending on your fiat currency in the banks and you're depending on your retirement being there in stocks, bonds, or whatever else, good luck with that. I wish you well, but I would encourage you that Maybe you need to think about a little diversification. And ladies and gentlemen, under no circumstances, under no circumstances, do you leave real assets under the control of the bank in a safety deposit box. Because if you think that they're safe there in that safety deposit box, you need to do a search on your favorite spy search engine and see the millions of hits when you use the term safety deposit box theft. Ladies and gentlemen, we can make a different world. They are crashing the system. That is in your front page news every day. The thing is, we are the ones that are going to make the decision. We are the ones. We are literally at a point in time. We can go one direction or another. And if we're educated enough, we've educated enough of our friends and our family, we don't have to take their contract off or we can tell them where to shove it. And once we walk away from the corruption, wonderful things happen. And I have not given up my faith in people. And you better remember, folks, divide and conquer is their strategy. And I don't care what anybody's politics is. You look at my friends list on Facebook, I got everything from the far left to the far right and everything in between. And we can all agree on one thing. We love freedom. We love people. We love life. Don't give up faith. They're worried about us. They censor us. Why do they censor us? Because we've been very effective in slowing down their agenda. And we are standing on the backs of strangers who many of us have never met, but we've read about them. 
and these giants were the next generation and we're building the future generation right now. Thank you, Kaz, for all of your hard work. I appreciate you tremendously. Thank you so much, John. This has been such an informative show. I can't wait to have you back again. We kept every single caller on. This has been, everyone's been really interested in what you have been telling us. And we are going to keep our promise to each other. And we are going to stay united and loving each other. Thank you so much. And everyone, have a wonderful evening. And we'll see you all again next week. Thank you, John. Good night. Good night, world.